We start on a black screen with the sounds of the abandoned hallway for a moment or two. Then we hear the footsteps walking down that hallway as Dr. Hank Mansfield comes into frame, emerging from that darkness. He types a few things into his tablet and looks into the next room that he is about to enter. We are now 30 minutes before the conference room scene. Hank is approached by the source of the robotic voice we previously heard. Sir, I do not recommend going in there alone. This one seems a bit more... volatile. I appreciate the concern, CL3, but honestly, we see Hank turn towards the glass. <laughs> I think this one's gonna be fun. Well met, my friends. Really? I'm kidding. No, I won't do that. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Colin Parker, and we are here for the next episode of Myth Takes, doing our world building. Wait a second. Uh, yes? Uh, this isn't Journey Under 30? This is not Journey Under 30. Oh, no, this is not okay. a roadmap drawn in Discovery. Okay. Hi, I'm Colin Parker. Hi, You're I'm Alex, Alex Taylor. Taylor. And this is... Naomi. Hello, Naomi. How are Hello, you? Hello, Naomi. I'm great. I'm going to just, real quick, just nudge oh, this microphone oh, oh, just a little oh, oh, closer okay. to you. I just don't want to, like, chew my brownie no, into the microphone. Oh, no, that's, you're, I, I feel that. Crunch, crunch. When you, you know, like, Tay's on Day, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Chocolate Rain? <gasps> yeah. Just, when, instead of, like, leaning away from the mic to breathe, just lean away from the mic to eat your brownie. <laughs> okay. We, there are little mini brownies on, uh, on my table here. Um, so, real quick, before we do, um... Talk about our characters. Let's do our kind of traditional thing. Since this is still a, a newer show on the network, um, we want to make sure that everyone knows who everyone is. Um, so, Alex. Yes. Uh, let's start with you since you're podcasting-wise a more familiar face. Okay. Um, or familiar voice. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you do here on the Scavengers Network. Here on the Scavengers Network, what do I do? Okay, I guess I can answer for you. Alex okay. <laughs> is one of the two hosts of Journey Under 30, I also, where that earlier okay, joke came from. Ahead. No, I'm in No, sorry. Go ahead. You, you're good. You're good. Also, I'm uh, one of the hosts of Journey Under 30, um, along with Mr. Colin Parker. I Hello. also um, edit videos for a video series for Scavengers Play, Single Player Sunday. I'm also live stream occasionally, and I uh, I also make music for the network as well. So, like, um, the theme music for Journey Under 30, a lot of, like, background mm -hmm. music for the Anime Book Club, and for, like, mm -hmm. other shows that we have. So, yeah. Accountability and... <gasps> I just realized we we need to put an accountability video out this month. Whoops, uh, a daisy. Oh. I need to contact people. All right. Um, and also you have done music for like you did an arrangement of a piece that I wrote, and that yeah. is the background music to Single Player Sunday. Yeah. Um, which was really well done. I he he turned a good old Catholic girl into like an eight bit Game Boy sounding yeah. uh, song, and it's like super fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of almost prefer it that way than Ooh, the original. <laughs> um. 
But also, it, it just means that, you know, Michael's not there playing a trumpet playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, and thing. But sometimes it's for the best. I, I'm <laughs> I love you, Mike. I'm kidding. No, we love Michael very much. Um, uh, Naomi especially, because Naomi... Is his girlfriend. I am... What the... Michael, Michael is your boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. That, that's that that's the grammar. way to say it. Yeah. You're not, you're not Michael's girlfriend. Michael is your boyfriend. He's Michael's, my boyfriend. I am... Michael's not nearly as important. Yeah. Amal Clooney is not... <laughs> Amal Clooney is not George Clooney's wife. George Clooney is Amal Clooney's husband. Yes. Yeah, right? Exactly. I am. No, Michael is my boy. Well, yes, Michael's yes. my boyfriend. <laughs> Michael is your George Clooney. Yes. There we yeah. go. Yes. Um, so, Naomi, you have done many things with us, such as Family Game Night. You've been on two Scavengers Play, I believe. Um, the golfing ones. I remember. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was time. yeah the golfing ones. And uh, you have also done. One stream or two streams? One stream. It's Sky Skyrim. It, that was after. I don't know if that was before or after I modded the game for four hours. I think it was before. It was, when was, it was that? She one know. time she was going to stream and she literally <laughs> texted me and said, "I'm not streaming tonight." And I said, "Oh, what happened?" She said, "I spent four hours adding mods to this game." And I it's would now watch 2 that stream. That sounds amazing. It was. <laughs> That's it was, what we should do. Someday, just give her a, a empty computer and say stream you just finding mods like don't like you can play the game after that but like we want to see the thought process there was a lot of shouting to myself i don't know if you want to <laughs> that, i was like what is this <laughs> what is it what are those uh, that so, actually i feel like that would make it more entertaining like it, i agree yeah like just, what is this <laughs> she is genuinely just always more excited than michael has been in his entire life oh dang um yeah got him <laughs> kidding he hey actually naomi and i went to michael's graduation just the other day yes yeah. we were doing a lot yeah. of shouting Doing great. a lot of shouting for boy. Boy. Um, boy. We'll tell the story about his graduation some <laughs> other day. Um, so let's get right on into it. All right. Um, Alex, mm-hmm. um, since you and I have talked before about your character, just like how Graham and I have. Yeah. Um, Naomi has now leaned back to eat a brownie. <laughs> um, Alex, why don't you tell us about your character? All right. Well, my character's name is Buck Harrison. I was oh, initially... Fuck. Hello, Naomi. Well, actually, I was trying to think of a character voice. So initially, I was going to go for kind of more like a southern accent, but then Colin took the accent. So now the only other voice I can do is like the movie phone guy. So, But I need to make it not be like, hi, my name is Buck, because that would be like way, way <laughs> right. too much. So right. um, my guy's name is Buck. Um, He is um, kind of the Buck. older gen. He's about 45. Um, mm-hmm. I guess if I'm going by the... um. The getting started stuff. So he is, he's a man, unshaven face, shabby suit. What um, type are you? Sorry, don't forget to tell oh, that. Oh, I am a professional. Right. Yes. So um, his hair is going, so to kind of paint a picture of him, his hair is going gray, but he's, it's generally maintained its brown color, probably for like hair dye or whatever. Um, he usually wears suits, alternates between different patched up ones. He can afford to buy new ones, but just likes the patchwork. Um, and he smells vaguely like cigarettes, but we'll get to that in a sec. Um, as for his ratings, um, we have negative one charm. Plus two cool, plus one sharp, plus one tough, and zero weird. Mm-hmm. Um, he works for an agency called the Agency. I don't know if we came up for a name for those for that yet. Did you get much into that, Colin? No. Okay. So then, I'll, I forgot about that part. Yeah, that um, is cool. So then, well, and we still need to work that out a little bit. But so the um, so with when you work out an agency, you can pick two resources and two red tape. So the resources I chose were good intel and well-financed. The red tape was dubious motives and live capture policy. Mm-hmm. Huh? 
And let's see. Okay. From and actually, do you mean to go more through his moves or a bit through more of like his like background? Um, we'll get to background in a little bit. Why okay. don't you talk about uh, let's just kind of like on the actual playbook, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, just yeah. start with resources. Okay, so resources. So, um, we have good intel and well financed. I figured, um, like any good secret government organization, like they will probably have a lot of funding. They'll also probably have a lot of good information, especially if they've been around for a while, right? Mm-hmm. As for the red tape, I figure with the dubious motives that could kind of give you some ammunition later on in the story if we want to like twist things however and then for the live capture policy i found it really interesting that there would be like a night there would be a weird like schism between the fact that we have people who are like monstrous and monsters on our team but then we still have to capture monsters right yes so yeah um, as for the moves, so the first move I picked is Bottle It Up. So basically, if you want, you can take up the plus three bonus when you act under pressure. For each mm-hmm. plus one you use, the Keeper holds one, and that hold can be spent later one for one to give you negative one on any move except act under pressure. So the reason why I picked that is because he may or may not be suffering from PTSD, and I feel like that might be a good um, kind of gameplay mechanic to kind of reflect that. I'm mm. um, going down. We have leave no one behind. So in combat, when you help someone escape, roll plus sharp. On a ten plus, you get them out clean. On a seven to nine, you can either get them out or suffer no harm. Um, on a miss, you fail to get them out, and you're you've attracted hostile attention. So with this guy being a professional, I imagine he might have some military background. So I figured right. there might have been some bad experiences that may have mm. been g- giving him a lot of guilt. Right, and that may be a good me- another mechanic. Uh, that could help kind of reflect that in the story. It's it's like that guilt where it's like they shouldn't necessarily like other people on the outside are like, you don't have to feel guilty about that. But like, yeah, as the person that was there, like you can't help but feel that guilt, you know? And then you have to um, act and on I, it. Right. And I totally, sorry, I hiccuped. <laughs> I totally get that. Like that is a like hyper realistic thing. And I think so many people definitely understand that feeling so that's yeah. a that's a really good story bit that you got there yeah and then i figured it i mean my ultimate goal is to give whoever the keeper is a lot of ammunition to like turn it back against us right. so and like and, and it was kind of like what what has like the most downsides with the most potential upside so um and the last thing is i chose medic because i figured if he has a mm-hmm. bit, bit of a military background then he could have been a medic and that could right. it could be an Again, just give like more story bits, right? Um, yes. So, and then the other one that I automatically get is dealing with the agency. So I can either request help or gear. Um, right. Or for, right. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, you get like, um, you know, if for or making excuses for a failure, you roll plus sharp. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of like, there's a lot of different little tidbits in here. Yeah. Some of which may not ever actually come up, but um, because right now the only superior currently again like this is all stuff that like is planned for later but currently the only superior quote unquote is dr hank mansfield but really we're partners yeah you know it's just it's that thing of like we it's like checks and balances in government you know what i mean it's like i answer to you and you answer to me sort of thing yeah um and so yeah but like there is a lot of really cool stuff here um on a miss you screw up you might be suspended or under investigation or just in the doghouse you certainly aren't going to get any help until you sort it all out. So there is a lot of really cool things, just like you said, like a lot of ammunition for being able to turn your mistakes around on you. Certainly. Um, and potentially have it affect the other folks uh, in the game. Yeah. Wait. Yes. It says here, 
When you deal with the agency requesting mm-hmm. help or gear, making excuses for a failure. So if you fail, if you like, say, for example, accidentally blow something up, I have to like explain <laughs> it. Yeah, um, pretty much. And more like, of like he would kind of thing, right? What because did like, you do? Because I, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe if you do accidentally blow something up and someone says, okay, we know you were on that mission, not to you, but to him. What happened on that mission? So it's like, what happens to the Avengers when they like do their thing? Yes, actually, that's a really good example. Like <sighs> yeah. the, the whole, like the Civil War yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, movie, yeah. like the um, Sokovia um, uh, Accord. Like that's kind of, it's a lot like that. Yes, that's a good pull. Yeah, Naomi. but that also gives us the uh, opportunity to like say if we need some extra help, maybe like, hey, so we kind of need some, some right. stuff. Like, and so like one of the big things um, to, before we move on to like your weapons and stuff. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, Alex and I have talked about, so because some of these characters are obviously all meeting each other in the field for the first time. Yeah. Alex and my character know each other even before we start becoming monster hunters together. Yeah. We knew each other years down the road. And so that's something that- like kind of formed the group kind of thing? Yes. Mm, yes. Did we? And yes. I, I, so- It'll, it, That comes into play in the in the first episode that you're in. Okay. So I can't reveal too much of it. Ooh. But we'll, we'll, we'll I mean, talk, for, we'll for Alex. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll, 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 we'll definitely talk because it's going to come up. Um, yeah. So it's that thing of like, you and I have some stuff worked out and there was some stuff where I said, you're just going to have to trust me. Yeah. To like to pull you into it. You know what I mean? And like, because part of it is more of, um, I obviously want you to have your option to make certain choices, but it would be more enticing to have that on air, for lack of a better term, as Certainly. opposed yeah, to yeah, yeah. behind closed doors. So there's going to be moments where like, I don't have some of the history planned out and I say, so what happened there? Yeah. And Alex is going to have to just Oop. tell you with like- Bear my no, soul. With, yeah, basically <laughs> bear your soul with no- uh, What's the word for it? With no preparation. I'm sorry. Um, and no preparation <laughs> H either. Um, hi, I'm Colin Parker for the Scavengers Network, and our first ad today is for preparation H. I'm kidding. Um, so, uh, but the, sorry, but but the thing that I was saying though is that you know he and I were at one point a part of a government agency that is no longer there called the Scavengers. Right? No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, but the thing is, is that even though we're not a part of that agency anymore. Uh, and he's retired and everything like that. He still has ties to people from the government. Kind and of so, like yes. the one thing that I don't want to reveal about my character yet, but I have a thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know what you're talking about. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but she, she, yeah, she has a very good point. So this cool. actually does kind of tie in in a, in a totally different way, like for her on a, literally on a different playing field. Yeah. Um, that's so totally- it's, and that's kind of a, that's cool that that kind of worked out that there's two Somewhat similarities, but like literally different sides of the tracks, right? Yeah. people. Um, but uh, and so that's yeah. where a lot of our help comes from is like that kind of like under the table asking for help from old friends kind of thing because some of the stuff that we do is not known by anybody. Most yeah. of the stuff that we do is not known by anybody. So why don't you tell me about your gear? You pick one serious weapon and two normal weapons. And so, so what serious weapon did you pick? So I picked the assault rifle. I was initially thinking the sniper rifle because if I was going back and forth on whether or not I wanted the guy mm-hmm. to be like super involved with things. But then I figured if I'm far away, then I can't actually help out. Right. I can't right. like do the leave no one behind. So I figured the assault rifle might be a better choice for that. I wish I could have a sniper rifle. I just snipe you... people in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. You've got some other cool moves. We'll get to this. Um, so what are your normal weapons? I have... Oh, sorry. No, sorry. You said you, you didn't pick sniper rifle. So what did you end up picking? Oh, uh, the, uh, the assault rifle. Oh, that's, you know, you did say that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's my bad. 
So normal weapons, you get two. So I picked the nine millimeter and the and the hunting rifle. I figure yeah. with like it, with like between the thirty eight and the nine millimeter, the thirty eight's probably going to be like a little more on the same caliber as like the next weapon that I, that I chose. So I figured right. the nine millimeter might be a little more just like spammy sort. But then with the um, hunting rifle was my second choice. I figured it was either the hunting rifle or the thirty eight. So. Right. And that way it keeps us from having matching guns because I have a 38 revolver yeah. on me at all times <laughs> as well. Um, and I, I also realized that you're right. There was something that I forgot to read. You either get a flak vest, which is one armor hidden, or combat armor, uh, which is two armor heavy for protection. Excuse me, I have a question. Yes. What's the question? What is the difference between... Wait. What is the difference... Never mind. No. Between the two guns? <laughs> Was that the yeah. <laughs> so I th- so the thirty eight's kind of more of like the revolver, like boomy, like you know the Walking Dead, you know Rick Grimes, that revolver that he has. It's kind of like a long barrel gun, yeah. and it has like this little spindly bit. Right? Okay. Yeah. So that that's like that's the revolver, right? Whereas like the the nine millimeter has like a clip, like like the, the thing traditional, they put like, in the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know, like in movies, like a semi-auto like, sort of right, and like it drops out, and then they go. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. They they jump and they do like the side swipe thing, you know. And I feel like that's kind of like a good reflection on like between your character and my character. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> actually, yeah, no, that actually is a good point because like I'm older, and I would be sort of more of like a revolver, like, like a pinpoint, dirty, hairy kind of guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're kind of like a like because a nine millimeter is definitely a lot more like government style. You know, like like GI. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I think that's everything about your character, right? That we have to talk about. Yeah. At least like what's on the sheet. The last thing I'm going to do before we move on to Naomi Mm -hmm. is, um, uh, can you read, because, um, we started this last week and I think it's kind of interesting to hear what is directly under the word, the professional on the playbook. I like the, the wording that they kind of like the way that they describe your character. Yeah, Yeah. It's kind of strange when your regular nine to five job is to hunt down monsters. Still, that's the kind of job I took on when I took this outfit. Pays well, and the benefits are pretty good. Like they say, you don't have to be crazy to work here, but it sure helps. Hell yeah. Um, so there you go. That is Buck Harrison. Woo! Um, one of the only friends. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know what we are, but we're something. We're partners. Well, that's my, uh, Dr. That's, that's my subclass friend. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Um... <laughs> Hey, 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 what happened to the show, Colin, you may be asking? Well, it's that time again where we have to take a brief moment to talk about some of our sponsors. By talking about these sponsors and by you, the dear listeners, listening to those ads and going out and giving your business to these sponsors, it helps keep the lights on here in this abandoned bunker that we are filming everything in. We are we're recording all of the episodes of Myth Takes on site, on location. Um, it's very, very expensive to do this, so we have to we have to be able to pay people for this. So let's talk about a couple of folks. Let's talk about Masterclass because they've got a little deal going on right now that truly just sort of matches where we're at right now, right? So Masterclass is offering a Masterclass with and that's a lot of time saying the word Masterclass. Ah. Well, anyway, they're they're offering uh, a course, there we go, with R.L. Stein. 
award-winning novelist R.L. Stein wrote jokes and funnier stories for 20 years before he switched gears and became a horror-writing legend. Since then, the author of the Goosebumps and Fear Street series has sold more than 400 million copies. In his first-ever online class, Bob takes the fear out of fictional writing. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you'll learn new ways to conquer writer's block, develop plots, and build nail-biting suspense that will thrill young readers. And honestly, even adults. That one's for me. Um, I just recently reread a Goosebumps book, and it is still some, something that makes me go, Oh no! This masterclass features 28 unique lessons, a workbook, and even office hours where you can upload videos to ask questions of the class, and for those hot-button issues, R.L. Stein himself will answer. Just go to bit.ly slash rlscav. Um, now, it is capital-sensitive, so please be careful with that. Uh, it is capital R, capital L, capital S, and then lowercase c-a-v. So, big R, big L, big S, little c-a-v. bit.ly slash rlscav. Go check it out. And the last place that we want to talk about this week is Nectar. Let's talk about Nectar. Nectar is a little relevant to me right now because, honestly, I think it's time for me to look for a new mattress because I have a mattress that I bought uh, four years ago, five years ago, five years ago, Jesus. I bought this mattress five years ago, and it was on Amazon, and it was fine at first, but honest to God, like, hey, look, for real, you know I wouldn't bullshit you, the listener. I have not slept well in like four weeks at this point. I have been getting such little sleep, and I've been sending so many messages of, I need caffeine, or God damn it, I'm tired. Um, it's time to, to get this old, dumpy mattress out of my bedroom. And that's why I'm going to go with Nectar. Nectar makes the most comfortable mattress available, and they will sell Nectar directly to you, cutting out middlemen and markups. You enjoy the best mattress at a much better price. Nectar is designed for every type of sleeper and arrives backed by their full comfort guarantee and forever warranty, plus a full year sleep trial so you can make sure Nectar is right for you at no risk. Nectar arrives straight to your door, and if you like, they'll set up your Nectar and remove your old mattress. Hell yes, dude. Uh, thousands of Nectar customers and over 20 mattress review sites think that Nectar is the most comfortable mattress you can purchase. And if you don't agree, they'll take Nectar back and refund your full purchase. Nectar provides you with that full year, that 365 nights, to enjoy Nectar and figure out if Nectar is right for you. I will admit, I do not know what the situation is on a leap year, so you might want to make sure that you keep your eye out for that. If you decide for any reason that Nectar is not your ideal mattress, they'll remove that mattress from your home and refund you 100%. Their risk-free trial is three times longer than any other we've seen, and fewer than 3% of Nectar sleepers end up returning their Nectar. And now our listeners can take $100 off the purchase of their mattresses. So just go to bit.ly slash scavsleep. That's all lowercase, so that's good. bit.ly slash scavsleep. No wonder everybody wants a Nectar sleep mattress. Like I said last week, we're going weekly until we get through the end of these character introductions. I got some great news for you. This is part three. Next week is going to be part four. After we do that part four, we will take one week off to help us get back on our normal bi-weekly schedule. And then 
And then, my dear friends, we will be into the full-on story, the myth, the lore, the everything of Myth Takes. Uh, But for now, let's get right back to the episode. So, Naomi, you are playing a spell slinger. Ooh. Yes, I am. And I'm picking my ratings right now. Okay. Oh, that's just... right. I totally forgot that I didn't ask <laughs> you to do that. Way to go, Colin. Um, Jeez. Um, so let's let's start with um your your look. Oh, my look. Wait. Um, I need my basic information for Oh, yes. Good good call. Good call. <laughs> good call. <laughs> okay. Hello. I am my name is <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay. My name is Vera Wilson and uh, I am 25 years old. So I'm like about to have a quarter life crisis, but like it's not going to be a super huge one, but like I got to figure out where I'm going in life because I don't really know where I'm going. It's kind of relevant to right now, but like my (laughs) character also doesn't know where she's going. I can sympathize. Same. Yeah. (laughs) And so I am a female. Yes. And my pronouns are she and her. And so my look. Yes, I'm a woman, and I wear stylish clothing. I wear dresses because I hate pants. Okay, nice. Yeah, even in the winter, yeah. I I just like wear dresses, and I just like I don't know, feel like, that, feel that, like tights and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I just it's just easier to move around when I'm like you know flinging my body around and casting spells. You can't see me, but I'm waving my <laughs> arms around. I don't yeah, know this why. Is a, this is an audio. I've been waving my arms around the whole <laughs> time. You couldn't see it. Naomi, like it almost looked like <laughs> she was swimming through the air. Uh, she yes. was like, I mean, she was at first. It was like she was throwing out like confetti or like flowers at a wedding. And then it just became this. <laughs> I realized once again you can't see, but like it was like Mario the way he swims, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like a starfish looking starfish out where like you go in and then you push out like that's, that's what how I cast doing. my spells like Mario. She's <laughs> just like, oh, it's a me. Look at the spells. They go everywhere. <laughs> I'm a spell slinger. Oh, that man die. That man was not a supposed to die. Whoopsie not daisy. Not supposed to die. Yeah, not a supposed to die. <laughs> oh. But it's okay because I'm a Mario. <laughs> just kidding. You're Vera Wilson. All right. Um. And then, did you say the thing about eyes? Eyes. Um, I guess. Uh, uh, I haven't decided. Well, I, I mean, guess I could, could say fierce eyes. Not on that list too. You mean like if you like if you're like oh I want. No, I want fierce eyes. You want oh, fierce eyes. Fierce. Somewhere between fierce and sparkling. Like like when I'm not casting spells, they're kind of just like sparkly looking. Like I don't know. Like, like anime. I haven't even decided a. Yeah, Interesting. sure. <laughs> this is this kind of also shows where my head is at. Y- y- so when I was thinking fierce, I was thinking like. You know, like smizing, like America's Next Top Model, fierce. But oh. you were thinking like, like, like aggressive. Yeah, fierce. like I'm gonna kill you, eyes. Like, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. It, so there's no in that, between. That's actually really cool. Where it's like Thanks. when you're in the moment, it's fierce. But then when it, when you're done, like spell. Oops, that guy's a dead. He wasn't <laughs> supposed to be. What dead. happened? But then you're like, did I do good? And you turn around, like sparkling eyes, and everyone's like. Yeah, I mean, you killed a guy, but you did great. Um, yeah, fantastic. Nice. Okay, I I dig that. So tell me about your ratings. Um, these ratings that I just picked right now, I picked the one that says, "Wait, so do I just like okay, uh, just like yeah, just read down charm, mm-hmm. charm plus one, cool zero because like you know me, um, <laughs> sharp plus one, tough minus one, also me, and weird plus two, also me. I just really <laughs> relate to this character. Yeah, nice. no, that's good. You should. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so this was this was fun. So like Naomi and I spent a few minutes kind of going back and forth about 
combat magic. Sorry, that sounds like we were like getting into a fight. I mean, more like we. we I we want to be a spell slinger. <laughs> and I was like, young lady, you cannot be a spell slinger in this household. No I'm kidding. Um, I don't even no, live here. Was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, if you want to spell sling under my roof, you're going to spell sling under my rules. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, it's just a lot of, um, you know, like there are a lot of really cool options. And so it was a lot of, well, maybe that's, oh, but this could be really interesting. And what do you think about that? You know, so, um, why don't you tell us about, uh, so you get to pick three, uh, with at least one base. Um, so, uh, tell us about the three things that you picked. Okay. So I picked a base called Blast, which is two harm, magical, close, obvious, loud. So, like, I just, like, blast things out of the way, which is pretty cool. Like, get out of my way kind of thing. <laughs> and the effect that I tied to that was, uh, where is it? Uh, wind. So I can just, like, like literally blow things right. cool. away. And then I have an effect not tied to a base. It is frost and ice, so I can, like, freeze things. Mm. Yeah. And, sorry, you can use frost or ice with my weapon. With the base and with your weapon and oh, really? by hand. Yeah, you can use it with all three, yeah. So I don't have to, like, like the wind doesn't have to be just, or, like, the blast doesn't have to be just, I, I think the, I think wind has to be to a base, like, only, because, like, I don't know. I mean, oh, again, yeah, like, yeah. a lot of this is that thing of, just like we were talking earlier, like, if you come up with something that's really enticing and interesting, and maybe normally they would say you have to have a base, but I'm like, oh, but that's such a good story yeah. part. Just do it. You know what I mean? That's kind of how we're going to do things because sometimes rules are fun, but sometimes rules really get in the way of making something fun, yeah. you know? Okay. Um, and that's what we, that's the main point of this, right? It's just to have fun and uh, do something cool. Um, so, yeah, no. So, it's pretty cool. It's um, The frost or ice is pretty interesting because it's minus one harm. Uh, sorry, plus one harm. I'm sorry. Restraining to, to things. So, she can literally like, fr- like kind of freeze people cool. or- um, at least like slow them down, yeah. which is which could come in very handy for someone who might be slippery. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna real quick run through the thing called moves bec- uh, for the first thing for moves, like the one you automatically get, because this is something that we're still kind of working on behind the scenes a little bit. Um, this is one of those things where there's a lot of rules, and I think it makes it uninteresting um, when you have so many things like consumables and you know, foci and gestures and incantations and stuff like that. Um, I think that obviously we'll probably talk about like what kind of thing you need to do in order to summon your magic. But um, the consumables thing, I think to me is just, it's time consuming to remember, do I have all the items that I need to make magic? And you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's, it's, like see it says if you don't use them they, there are drawbacks and yeah. cross yeah. one off you'll need the rest forever it's it, i think like maybe a foci or a gesture i do want to have some staves is that how you say it staves? yeah staves yeah yeah so i that, like that's the look totally cool yeah i'm totally fine with having staves like that to me is great something to basically kind of like focus that magic to like you know to to use um you know if you really want to have incantations as well you, you can um but uh again like uh, like 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 I was saying, like con- the things like consumables. Is I have just, to speak uh, in a language. I mean, you could we all have to that. speak in a language. Yeah, like no, yeah. I mean, was, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> an arcane language, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you could just do what Harry Potter did and just like look at Latin. You know what I mean? Or I can learn the language of the dragons of Skyrim. Oh. You're like, because that's force and wind. Oh, boom! Is this a big Fuzzro Fuzz- 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 F
Yes. Yeah. That's, that, literally, Apparently. here's the thing. When we were talking about her character, we kept going back and forth. And I was like, so imagine it's like Skyrim. Because that's like all what I play. You? And she was like, oh my God, yes. That's literally what I'm picturing right now. Yeah. In my head, I'm in Skyrim. I think Skyrim VR is just technically taken out of Naomi's brain. Yeah. yeah you know, to, it has to, to, to be. The, yeah. To the folks. Um, okay. That's so right. besides that, though, you also get to pick three uh, other moves. Um, so which three did you pick? I picked... Um, this is the thing that we were referencing earlier about knowing people. I picked Arcane Reputation. And do I just read what it says? Yeah. Okay, so it says, pick three big organizations or groups in the supernatural community, which can include some of the more sociable types of monsters. They've heard of you and <laughs> respect your power. <Ooh>. And <laughs> and with affected humans, take plus one forward. I don't know what that means. When you manipulate them. You may manipulate affected monsters as if they were human with no bonus. And then my second thing... <clears throat> <laughs> is <laughs> is enchanted clothing and it says pick an article of everyday clothing it's enchanted without any change in appearance take um, what does it say minus one harm from any source that tries to get at you through the garment <sighs> what garment will it be I guess maybe I wear the same thing like I change dresses all the time but I wear the same something mm-hmm. I don't know what I mean, the same hair be, bow or something. I don't know. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, and oh, no one's going to attack could, my head. <laughs> I mean, well, they might. Right. But I mean, like, you know, it could be gloves. It could be the same jewelry. mismatched it socks. <laughs> it is a jewelry. It okay. is a jewelry. Cool. Yes. What is a ju- what? What is what, what is the a jewelry? Colin. Yeah. Enchant- you're saying what is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, some kind of necklace, a, a, a locket, or something. Mm-hmm. A defl- I don't know. I have to think about this. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, you've got you've got some time. It's a magical got, like, temporary tattoo. <laughs> so is keep, that a clothing? To apply it every single day. <laughs> you're like, oh shit! I need to use magic. Go quick. <laughs> you're like, you're like, hang on, guys. Hey, keep them off me for a second. Like pouring water on, like out of a water bottle. Give me like, like five on, minutes. Okay, on. I need to apply pressure Cold to press. it. I, I need to apply pressure for two minutes, and I have to let it dry. And like people are fighting, and she's like waving her arm. <laughs> Come all right, on. I'm ready, guys. Like, okay, now I can use my magic. It's like, okay, oh, you're all go. dead. Oops. Oh, shoot. Dang. Oh, darn. They all, I done, they dead. They dead. Ooh, all right. Dang it. Uh, so, dang it. Yeah, Graham. <laughs> dang it. All right. Um. Yeah. So what's the last one that you picked? The last one I picked is called Third Eye, and it says, when you read a bad situation, you can open up your third eye for a moment to take in extra information. Take plus one hold on any result of seven or more, plus you can see invisible things. <gasps> <laughs> on a miss, you may still get one hold, but you're exposed to supernatural danger. Oop. Unfiltered hidden reality is rough on the mind. And that's why I like this, is because like it's like taking a risk and like Yeah. Like what if I need to take one for the team and like, guys, I'll try this, but then oh well I'm gonna right. suffer in, but I'll do it for you guys because As like a good example of this, right? Think of like in Harry Potter when he kind of starts seeing flashes of like what Voldemort is doing. But then like the one there's one time where like he kind of turns and clearly sees him yeah. looking at him and it's like Oh, right. So it's like <laughs> that basically that Harry Potter rolled a six. You know what I mean? Dang. He did not roll a seven. And Voldemort was like, mm, you didn't get a plus one to your old boy who lived. All right. Um, I think that's what he sounds like. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he sounds more snaky like. I don't know. He doesn't have a nose, so like it's a lot but he it's, sounds it's a lot of siblings. Like, here's the thing, he doesn't the have a nose. So what if he lived. literally was like <laughs> what if he was like, All right, Harry Potter? Let's see what you've got there, so boy. So he, he, he just puts his fingers over his nose holes? 
Oh yeah, I guess he does still have the nose hole. But then he has to have I all the essence because no he's a snake, right? Hello, no, stop it, sir. What is that what? sound? That's not at all Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm, like I'm trying to add an extra S to to emphasize the thibbles. Oh, okay. so so She's got a flight lift. Why don't you tell too. me, Naomi? Why don't you tell me? <laughs> all right, so Naomi, tell me about your gear. You get to pick a weapon. Okay, so I picked. It was between. Can I say what it was between? Mm-hmm. It was between an old revolver uh-huh, and a ritual knife and an heirloom sword. And I was between the sword and the knife. But then I was like, I don't want to lug the sword around, like. So I don't want to. And I can just like kind of like stick the knife like on my leg or something yeah. like that and be like, huh, I'll Badass. cut all of you. So the knife is uh, one harm hand, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Like handheld. Yeah. A handheld knife. And the knife. sword. I was, I was stuck between choosing the sword because it's too harm. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's not really worth it. And I don't want to like love this big old sword around all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're trying to get to a monster and security guard's like, ma'am. You cannot bring that in here. <laughs> Listen. I'm a cosplayer. Sir. Yeah, I'm a cosplayer. They're like, there's no convention here. This is the White House, man. You know? <laughs> uh, what's that over there? <laughs> Runs away. All right. Well, hey. But we didn't mention one of the characteristics that wasn't on the list. Yes, for you. Naomi pointed herself like, what? M- me? Um, that wasn't on the list, but that you were describing yourself as. Your hair. My hair. Okay, so my hair is dyed. Okay, so it's like red, but it's not like crayon red, but it's not like ginger red. It's like what can I? It's I like a tint, a, like light auburn kind of looking thing, like a. Mm-hmm. But like I dye it. I don't know why. Yeah. I just do because I like what, it. What's the natural hair color? The natural hair color. Oh, I dye it because I have gray hairs and I hate my gray hairs. So I was mm. like, I want to dye my hair. Like a rogue situation. Yeah. She's got like the one strand of white, and she's like, I don't, she's like, I'm gonna rock it, but also I'm really self conscious about it. Yeah, so I dye my oh, hair red, yeah. and then I don't let myself be pale. I tan, mm-hmm. so I'm tan with red hair. So yeah. you're like Jersey Shore tan. No, 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 no. You said I tan, so I was thinking like you're like no, no, Jim no. Tan Laundry. No. Yo, today I saw a picture of like a random person on Instagram who was so tan he looked black, and I was very confused. I just thought mm. I had to point that out because, yeah. like, I'm black, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, hello, that's uh, very hello, hello, hello. That's how Michael. That's how anytime Michael Palmer logs online, like he, you, you hear the boop boop on Discord and hello. Oh no! For like five minutes. <laughs> anyway, um, well, hey, um, hey. Now here's the last question for you, Naomi. Mm. All of this information you just told us and the listeners, right? Yep. But you're in an interrogation room and someone's like, how do you, how did you know to be there? How did you find this monster? How did you uncover all this stuff? Right. So are you going to tell the person interrogating you that? Or are you going to keep that to yourself? I feel like I'd be the type of person to be like, listen, I know people. And like, you shouldn't be keeping me in this room because I know people. You can go ask them if you want. Hell yeah. I like that answer because (laughs) like you're a spell slinger. So in a way you're just sort of like. You're kind of flashy, you know, you're like, yeah, exactly. Now we're flailing our arms around and you're just like, you're like, yo, girl, like, I know shit. Like, (laughs) get the fuck out of my face. Like, can I go now? Like, you can't hold me here. You know what I mean? So I love that answer. Thank you. So that was Buck Harrison and Vera Wilson. Um, Now, Alex, if people want to find you, where can they find you? 
Well, if they want to find me specifically for whatever reason, I'm on Twitter at ATail0 or French at music, not the at sign, but AT. AT music, yep. As in Alex Taylor. Yes, if you want to find um this whole dang thing on Twitter, we're at, at scavnet, scavengersnet, right? <laughs> yep, scavengersnet, yep. Um, and you are on Journey Under 30. Mm-hmm. And on live streams on Monday. Yeah. So I do. Um, uh, I live stream at um, fr- on twitch.tv slash French Alexander. I do a lot of weird music stuff. I'm actually working on a um, vocoder corral. It's about as bad as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, Alex does a lot of stuff here on the network between podcasting and video stuff. Yeah. Um, so you can definitely find him all over the place. Yeah. Naomi, if people want to find you and follow you and whatnot, where can they find you? The best place to follow me would be Instagram only because I don't use my Twitter anymore except for that one time at <laughs> graduation when I used it for the first time in like a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at temwa.jpg. So T-E-M-W-A dot J-P-G. And yeah, you can find me there. I post stories about like my life and cool. <laughs> occasionally post pictures when I have a nice one to post. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Cool. Um, and if you want to find me, you can find me at Colin M. Parker, C-O-L-I-N-M-P-A-R-K-E-R. Um, like Alex said, at Scavengers Net is the Twitter account for the Scavengers Network. Um, you can find us on YouTube, the Scavengers Network, and you can find us on Instagram, at Scavengers Network. Um, you can find us on Facebook as well. Follow us. Send us an email. Tweet to us. Whatever us you want to you do. Send us a bird. Send us a pigeon. There you go. Send us like, you know, like obviously we have Power. a lot of stuff planned for this. We have a lot of stuff planned for this, but if you want to see like a specific cryptid or something, something that you want to see as cryptids or things like werewolves, oh, uh, oh. chupacabras, stuff like that. Oh, oh. Um, if there's something specific that you want to see, let us know. We'll see if we can work it in. Um, and just like the Adventure Zone, if you tweet about us, your name might get featured in the show as one of the little background NPC characters. Hey, got him. Um, like the character that Naomi accidentally blew up earlier in the episode. That was played by Miles Hebert. Thank you, Miles Hebert. Um, is that a person who... That is, on Twitter. Did he, I blow... I'm sorry I blew you up, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, you have already been killed. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it wasn't even like... The story wasn't even fully happening. It was just in a joke. How, what a sad way to go. Um, well, hey, thank you so much, guys. Yeah, thank you. Only 20 minutes remain until the mass of subjects will be gathered into the conference room. As the door slides back into place, Hank pauses a moment and looks at the data on his tablet. He slowly looks up to meet the gaze of CL3. I told you it would be interesting. The robot merely shakes its head and begins to leave. I'm not sure where you're off to, but I'm going to need you to go set up the conference room. I asked Lucy to do it, but uh, I highly doubt she will. Oh, and uh, grab Buck for me. Have him meet me here in about 20 minutes. Look, I'm still a little weary about all of this, but hell, we may actually stand a chance now.
Hello listeners, this is Colin jumping in real quick because I realized after I edited this episode, exported it, and was in the process of uploading the episode, I realized that I forgot to mention one very important thing coming up between this episode and the next episode. Spooky Spouses is going to be doing a live video tour on Instagram of the Madison Seminary in Madison, Ohio, and yours truly will be joining them for that. And we're going to be doing that Instagram live stream spooky walkthrough at spooky underscore spouses on Instagram. You can go to at spooky underscore spouses on Twitter to find out more details about the timing and everything such as that. But June the 2nd to see myself, Jordan Reed and Lindsay Reed do some really fun, spooky shenanigans. Thanks.